morning and welcome to Faith FM Australia. You're listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM all around our beautiful sunshiny country. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. This is Mon and you are here with Taryn. Good morning, everyone. It's good to be back with you again this morning. Taryn, I'm so grateful for you coming in and filling in for Lyle, who is... Well, we just chucked him off a cliff. No, yeah, the- <laughs> got rid of him. <laughs> yeah, we don't need him anymore. No, he is having a wonderful time. He actually called me yesterday and um, I'll tell you a little bit more about what he had to share because we do have some exciting tips that he gave us. And uh, he is actually up at camp. Um, and people might not know what Big Camp is. It's called Big Camp or Camp, whichever we want to call it. And it is actually uh, quite a historical event, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's been going on for many years with its sales yeah. and years. That's it. So uh, it actually has uh, – it's a big camp that happens every single year. And um, it, each each region has its own camp. So all the local churches in uh, in the Newcastle area and the you know, New South Wales area um, goes to this camp. And it's basically based on um, – with the, the Israelites and yeah. coming out of Egypt and then wandering around in the desert, you know, I guess on a 40-year mm. camping trip, you want to say? That's it. The first big camp <laughs> was big camp. Yes. them coming out of Egypt and living in tents for 40 years. Yeah, and so this is a kind of a reminder of that, you know, that this world is not our final home. Mm. We are just passing through and, uh, you know, we're, we're in transit. We're sort of like in camping mode, um, you know, making our way home. And so we have a wonderful time, a wonderful blessed time at this camp. There's, you know, all different kinds kinds of speakers mm. we have a, a spiritual uh, wonderful uplifting um, time you know there's uh, preachers from around the world that come and they speak and uh, some pretty and, music as well yeah wonderful music uh, activities for the kids yeah it's just wonderful it's right on the beach there's yeah. swimming I'm personally super duper pooper scooper excited about this well Mon I would like to just give you a little tip yes. if you get the chance uh-huh. there's another activity there that's super fun Oh, yeah? They have a water slide. They have a water slide? They have a water slide and it is so cool. So, wait, if wait, you get... Wait. How intense is this oh, water slide? Oh, it's... It, like, I mean, as a kid, it was just amazing. As an adult, I'm uh, I'm a, a little bit up. less amazed, but <laughs> still amazed nonetheless. But still super fun. Yeah, it's so cool. So, if you get a chance, don't just stop at the beach. You go find that water slide, girl. Yeah, so if you and if you want to come along, you're more than welcome to. It is free to come along. If you want to camp, it does cost money, but you can come as a day um, attendant and uh, just go along to the to the meetings and to the seminars and whatnot. They're all free. Uh, if you just just Google Big Camp, North, uh, North New South Wales Big Camp, it's at Stewart's Point, and you can come along. It's happening all next week. We'll be broadcasting live from there. I was just thinking, Taryn, you didn't know this about me. I've never actually been on a water slide before. Haven't you? No. No way. No. Seriously, you've got to go check it out. It's so much fun. <laughs> Look, I'm a, I'm a, I love adventure, but when it comes to, I guess, sort of like almost man-made thrills, I do take a back seat. Uh-huh. I do, like, I don't like. Bun- I wouldn't do bungee jumping or skydiving. Yeah, well, if you can't, if you're if you're claustrophobic as well, I wouldn't I'm recommend not huge, this. I'm oh, not okay. Well, then you're fine. Yeah. Go and do it. <laughs> not not too cool about falling though. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've only ever been on one roller coaster, and that was only like in the last few years. Well, you need to come and visit me on the Gold Coast sometime yeah, when I'm back yeah, home yeah, there. Right. Come and join in with some Dream I've, World. I've, yeah, no, <laughs> I've, been, I've been there once before, and the best thing was the Spanish donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a total foodie. Even back when I was. A kid i was like mama i want to try a churro <laughs> forget the roller coaster i want a donut <laughs> yeah well i love the roller coasters fair enough well today we have a wonderful show coming up for you dear listener 
we um, have the you know the question of the day, and we have the quiz, and we have a Bible study, and we have a guest interview. But it is all on the delayed broadcast. So you are actually listening to what we did yesterday on Thursday. You're listening to it on Friday. And the way you can actually jump across to the live show is very simple. The live show, in my opinion, is always better because you can get really involved. You can like, mm. win the prize. You can ask the question of the day. We'll answer it for you live on air. Um, it's very easy. All you've got to do is jump on our website. What's our website? Easy. Faithfm.com.au. Awesome. Or you can get an app. What's the app called? Tune in, right? Tune in app. It's mm. free to download. Just get either of those and just press play. Well, on the website, you press play on the live stream and on the Tune app, you search for us. We're Faith FM Australia and you can also just press play and you can listen to us anywhere around the world uh, with perfect signal and uh, you can join in. You don't have to worry about your signal cutting out when you drive too far. None of that stuff. It'll all be happening wonderfully live. Sounds good. In endless
Faith FM. You're here with Taryn and Mon. Um, we are excited to have you today. This is um, our segment now for looking at the news. But before we go into that, Mon, I want to ask you, you asked me earlier, but I want to ask you, what are you grateful for this morning? Bananas. Bananas? <laughs> B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Bananas. <laughs> I'm really grateful for bananas. So I, I don't know if I've told you, Taryn. But I'm doing a 30-day juice fast. A 30-day juice fast? 30-day juice fast. Wow. <laughs> I started last Monday, so I'm like a week and a half in. Yeah. And how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. Yeah. Good. I, I, diff- I go through different stages of detox. Like the mm-hmm. first day, I had crazy traveling migraines. It was yep. really horrific. And then, you know, and then I'm fine for a few days. And then I feel like another toxin gets uh-huh. detox out of me. And then I go through that process. I think at the moment, like a lot of excess oils are being expelled from my mm. body. I'm so greasy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my forehead. But I'm really grateful for bananas in particular. <laughs> I know that sounds so crazy. But I was like... I don't know if bananas are juiceable. I, I don't know. It, are they? I know they're smoothieable. Yes. But but so I bought a whole bunch of them and they've been sitting on my on my kitchen bench going a bit leopardy. Mm-hmm. And this morning I was like, stuff it. I'm just going to shove them through the juicer and see what and happens. And how does it turn out? It's so good. Oh, that's awesome. It's delicious. I'm so happy for you. I thought there would be like almost no yield. Yeah. But like almost the entire thing seems to go through. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, th- I don't know if this is, I don't know. I almost feel like I'm cheating a little bit. I feel like I've entered the smoothie zone a little bit. Oh. Even because okay. is it like quite juicer. thick it's super thick and yeah. delicious and creamy and i shove some blackberries in there so right now i'm oh, having yum. a very happy breakfast that's so good <laughs> yes grateful for bananas <laughs> hey let me hit you with the quiz okay so yesterday uh we started this quiz and we didn't finish it so let's keep going with it because no one got it right we got the okay f- we did two quizzes yesterday and we the first did. one got snapped up super fast Okay, so let me give you all the clues that we've already had before. This is a who am I quiz. Okay, I'm it's ready from the for Bible. it. In Luke chapter 3, verse 38, I am called the Son of God. Clue number two, in me all die, but in Christ all will be made alive. And clue three, God cursed the ground because I listened to my wife instead of him. Oh, those pesky wives. <laughs> yeah, those naughty, those naughty wives, right? <laughs> do any of you listeners know what that is? If you do, give us a call on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Um, yeah, I oh, hope... They can win this, the prize. They can win the prize. Yeah. And what's the prize this morning, Mon? Uh, how about we give them... Oh, I don't know. You choose. You choose in the box. I'm happy for you to choose. Okay, well, I had a little look in the box this morning mm-hmm. and I picked something that I wanted out of the box so always the way (laughs) so i hope that our listeners will want it too but it is a tell the world dvd now this dvd um is really interesting i've seen bits of it before but i haven't actually sat down and watched the whole thing yeah you should i can this is why you should want it well this is why i want it so i hope for the first person that calls in they will want it too and they will be blessed by watching this dvd it's actually a great dvd to the point because i i you know this is my first job and i do Mm -hmm. have a second job working in a um books better books and food Mm -hmm. it's a um, bookstore predominantly it does sell health food products um and we stocked this dvd and we actually sold out of it just yesterday really yeah and people are still coming in and asking for it and they're calling up for it and we just sold out because it's actually such a popular dvd wow and um 
wonderful watching. Uh, if you get that today, we can post it out. You can watch it over the weekend. There you go. Yeah. But hey, tell me, what's happening in the news today, Taryn? Well, as I was looking at the news this morning, I found a... Um, Apparently, on Monday, there was a shark attack over in WA. Are you serious? I am serious. And that actually scared me because I know that you're heading up to Big Camp this weekend and you're going to the beach. And I really hope that you don't encounter a shark attack. Enjoy the beach, Mom. Don't get munched by a shark. Don't get eaten by a shark. But um, Alejandro... Um, Travignoli. Yep. I'm really (laughs) sorry about the pronunciation of his name. Um, He is recovering now um, in hospital, but apparently he was out surfing on Monday and there'd been a shark attack, um, a shark sighting, sorry, um, a few hours earlier, but um, they thought that the shark had passed. And so Mm -hmm. he got back in the water um, along with a few other surfers. And as they were surfing um, out of nowhere, this shark came and just started um, attacking his legs and so his surfer friends came to his rescue and helped him swim away and shoved the surfboard in the shark's mouth and swam <laughs> to shore <laughs> yeah did, did he actually get like um bitten at all? yeah oh, both wow. his legs were um quite mangled mangled oh, so wow. yeah but apparently he's recovering in hospital fine now and he's had a couple of surgery since then so mm-hmm. um yeah he's doing okay now but it just really makes me well firstly like i'm sorry to the sharks that we're swimming in their environment mm-hmm. but at the same time like I we're think, humans don't do eat us <laughs> i think it's way more than we're just swimming in their environment you know it the the devastation of the ocean is something that people don't often realize because Mm. if you look you know anyone can sit on a beach and look over the water and every day it'll look exactly the same yeah and because you can't see underneath exactly and the way that we are polluting and destroying the land is Mm. exactly the way we're polluting and destroying the ocean Mm. it's just not as visually reminding us and uh and you know and if you look at the the scientists are predicting that just in like the next 10 years the ocean will be depleted mm. of all fish. Yeah. And that's the that's the shark's food. Exactly. And so they've done studies and, you know, they've proved it over and over again. Sharks are coming in closer to land mm. to find food because we're out there fishing to exactly. depletion, taking more than our share yeah. of their food. So another reason to try vegetarianism. Um, <laughs> that's it. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, that's so, it. Yeah, it is, it is devastating. And, you know, and praise the Lord that he survived and oh, that he still has definitely. his legs. Yeah. And, um, but still a, a, a very distinct reminder. Yeah. Exactly. You know, of the world we're living in and what we're doing to our world. That's which it. Which is also you know, a sign of the time. That's exactly right. Well, in other news, Mon, mm-hmm. um, there is a study that has just been released that a third of Australian employees in the corporate sector are affected by mental illness. Really? Yeah. So 36% suffer from depression, 33% from anxiety, and 31% from stress. The research involved the assessment of 3,500 employees across 41 organizations from a range of industries um, conducted by a mental health um, group. So this isn't just even over one company. This is over a variety of different works Mm -hmm. um, across Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just shocked at yeah. the amount of people that are really suffering that are unhappy yeah so that's this, it. this is corporate this is corporate yeah oh, okay that's um do you know what i'm beginning to wonder because i've been doing a bit of research into um sitting mm. and so much this like they said that sitting is a new smoking we we're actually talking about it a few weeks ago Lyle yeah. and myself and there are so many so many health risks mm-hmm. um attached to sitting and i'm wondering you know corporate it's often you know desk jobs you know people sit yes. down all day long yeah i'm wondering if 
you know, the health risks there that you just mentioned are as a relation to the sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. Sedentary lifestyle is, you know, one of the biggest killers these days. Actually, do you know what? Now that you've mentioned this, one of my good friends, um, a dietitian in Guam, actually. Sent oh, wow. Me, yeah, she sent me an article just yesterday and the title of it is Too Much Sitting Can Shrink the Part of Your Brain Tied to Memory. Wow. Yeah. Memory loss. Memory loss from memory sitting. Memory loss. Yeah, from sitting. So I would not be surprised if, you know, physical activity is so good for you. Yeah. It's so good for you. Yeah. Especially as a mental health booster, as, you mm-hmm. know, a, a mood booster. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not surprised at all. If I had to pick a work sector that was – whose health was going down the drain – yeah, I would have picked the corporate yeah, world. There you go. For sure. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? But it also makes sense because like I was reading another article um, a while back now saying that um, uh, like that people used to work from a nine to five job, right? Mm. Like they would go into the office at nine and they would then like check their emails and, you know, do all of that stuff and then they'd wrap it up at five o'clock, go home to the kids and, you know, life was all well. Mm. But these days people are getting up you know, as soon as they wake up, they're checking their phones because, yeah. you know, we, all of this new technology, we have our phones and we have our emails on our phones. And so we are bombarded with work from the moment we wake mm. up to the moment we go back to sleep again. Mm. There's not this time, unless people put in strict boundaries, people mm. are working all the time. All the time. Of course, that's going to lead to anxiety and stress and depression. So, mm. you know, it makes sense, but it's really sad. So if you're facing depression or stress or anxiety, then I really encourage you to go and talk to someone about Absolutely. it. Absolutely, Yeah. And there's many, there's many good organizations that you can talk to, you know, there's um, Beyond Blue and, yeah. and, you know, Blue Dog, I think it's, there's many, many different places. Definitely get help. And don't be embarrassed. No. You know, one, was it one in three? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of people. So don't be embarrassed. Um, get some help so you can, um, you know, get better, get well and get happy. We're going to have a song break. This is Anna Beden, Genuine Love. And after that, we'll be back with some happy news um, from around the world. I need 
You are listening to Faith FM. You're on The Breakfast Show with Mon and Taryn, who is filling in for Lyle. Lyle is gone, by the way. We got rid of him. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm here forever now. Sorry, Lyle. I've got your job. Thanks, Girl buddy. <laughs> no, Lyle is up in Kingscliff, New South Wales, North New South Wales, and he is teaching a uh, Daniel Revelation course. Um, uh, component of yeah. a Bible course. So we uh, hope he's doing it well up there. And uh, he was texting me last night. I'll tell you a little bit more about that uh, in our next segment. But right now, I do want to give you another clue to our quiz. Because we, we haven't that. had anyone ring in yet, have yeah, we, Mon? Not, 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 not yet for this one, but it's about to get so easy. Okay, I'm ready for it. Do you want me to give you the clues again? Yeah, I'd love to hear them again. Okay, I think I've okay. forgotten. Okay, so it's a who am I quiz. Okay. And if so you know person. the answer to who this is, who this Bible character is, you can give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, and we will send you the prize, which Taryn has picked out. It is... Tell the World DVD. Yeah, it looks really good. So, Clue number one. In Luke 3.38, I am called the Son of God. Clue two. In me, all die, but in Christ, all will be made alive. Clue three. God cursed the ground because I listened to my wife instead of him. Mm. And our newest clue, clue number four. Cain and Abel are two of my sons. Oh, that's getting pretty easy i feel like someone could have though at the beginning of this quiz looked up the bible reference that you gave and it would have been pretty easy yeah i mean unless they're driving oh that's true i forget that they're driving sorry guys for driving yeah don't don't check your phone don't yeah yeah, no i mean i mean i think most people would know surely who ken and abel's father i think so Yeah. yeah 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 Well, it's pretty easy to find out anyway. Yeah. So there is no excuse for one of you not to ring in and claim this amazing Tell the World DVD. So I'm excited to see who the first one is. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Yes, I'm ready. How do you feel about mutants? (laughs) (laughs) That's not the question that I expected you to be asking me on a Thursday morning. (laughs) I don't know. How do you feel about mutants, Mon? I'm a little bit worried mm-hmm. about the mutants. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Okay. Okay. So scientists have accidentally created a super enzyme mutant, a mutant super enzyme okay. that can devour plastic pollution. Wow. Yeah. So 
this accidental discovery of a mutant How may much? actually be the most amazing thing that could happen to our planet. Well, we're about to discuss that, but let okay. me just tell you, how much does this sound like some sort of Hollywood movie? <laughs> it really does. accidentally discover super mutant <laughs> They're enzyme. playing around in their lab and they yeah, accidentally boom. create a monster. <laughs> some test tubes fell together and there's a poof. <laughs> yeah, and then boom, a mutant. Okay, so this is... um. I mean, they, they were trying to get okay. something like this. So they have engineered this mutant enzyme, which can eat and digest hard to recycle plastics. Okay. Um, you know, because they were looking at, you know, the whole plastic problem yep. that we have at the moment. Well, we were talking about that yesterday, weren't yeah, we, with the plastic bags. And, you know, and this news article, is, it's, it's been going on for like the last couple of days, this, this mutant enzyme. But I've just, and I've been hearing about it and I've been reading about it and I just want to talk about it because everyone's like, wow, this is amazing. I have a concern, but we'll get there in a second. Okay. Okay, so it's developed. Um, it was developed on a model of this bacteria that Japanese researchers they actually discovered it a couple of years ago in 2016, and um, and the bacteria then made international headlines because of its ability to digest polyethylene terephthalate. P- oh, P-E-T. really good. Yes, yeah, P-E-T. Yeah. <laughs> good pronunciation there. I loved it. Blah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, and L- so much is made from PET, like you know, water bottles and plastic trays and blister packaging and even polyester clothing mm-hmm. is made from PET, um, which is why polyester makes you sweat because yes. it doesn't breathe at all. Yeah, it's um, yeah. So this uh, th- it was an accident. Um, it's a super enzyme derived from the bacteria, but even though it's derived, it's much stronger than the original. And it has the ability to break down plastic in a matter of days. Wow. As opposed to centuries. Yes. Um, this other mutant uh, bacteria would do, as opposed to like what they say is one million years to break down a plastic bag. Wow. Which is interesting science because I've always been like, how did they test that? Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, plastic isn't a million yeah. years old yet. Um, so they say this is a bit that I'm concerned about, right? They do say that the, the enzymes are non-toxic and biodegradable. I'm concerned because if you look back at history, which mm-hmm. I think is very important to do, yes, um, you can see that every time we've introduced a species to take care of a problem that we've created, mm. we've just created a bigger problem. Yes. You know, if you look at like, you know, even stuff as simple as like the British who bought across, what was it, the foxes to take Mm -hmm. care of the rabbits or something. Yeah. And now we have a fox problem because instead of chasing super fast rabbits, Mm -hmm. they go for the easy feed. And so they eat our bandicoots and our wallabies and our bilbies. And now we have like, you know, Australian wildlife is going down the gurgler. I'm concerned because you can go out and shoot a fox or trap a fox or bait a fox. How in the world do you shoot, trap or bait? enzymes mutant enzymes super <laughs> mutant enzymes you can't even see yeah i feel like we're all excited because we found i don't want to say quick fix but we found yeah. what we think might be a, an easier solution than just rolling up our sleeves and cleaning up the ocean with our hands yep and i feel like we might be about to create something really bad it's because like hindsight is twenty twenty, right like yes. you can always look back and be like oh that's exactly where we went wrong and of course why didn't we think of that earlier mm-hmm. but the fact is is that you can't see the future you can't understand all the time mm-hmm. what the effects of our decisions mm-hmm. and these um molecules are gonna be so yeah and you, ha- and you have to admit every time humans have uh messed around with the natural environment and every time that we've gone for convenience mm-hmm. over hard work because you have to admit our entire 
culture right now is yeah. a culture of convenience. It really is. Since the Industrial Revolution, yep. culture of convenience has just taken over the planet and has created many of the problems that we have now in terms of um, the the um, the situation of our planet, like the, yeah. the, the you know the pollution and destroying yeah. and everything. Just you know, the decline in yeah, general. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's all been because we've gone for something that was easier. Mm-hmm. Um, when we should have just, I, f- I feel like we should just roll it up, and roll yeah. up our sleeves, and, and just get stuck in. Yeah, yeah. I, we've yeah. made the problem. We should fix it, and we shouldn't. I don't know. I'm really worried that we're going. Do you know what? I think the solution is a mutant enzyme. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, on I think they're thinking that you know the problem has just grown to such extravagant proportions that mm-hmm. y- you know it. It's so like, where do they even begin, really? But, yeah, but if you think about it, like in my mind, I'm like, how? Okay, so fine, boom, we've created this cool plastic chomping enzyme, right? So how do we now apply it? So yeah. you know, you have those huge. Where patches. do you release it? Yeah, you have huge patches <laughs> of ocean. Yeah, that are like you know, are they just going to be like, boom? Here's you know, some live cultures, some bacteria, yeah. these, these enzymes. Just like they pour it on the plastic in the ocean, like they're releasing the ocean. And then the question, like in my mind, is you know, do these enzymes and be like, okay, boom, there's a plastic. Let's go straight for the plastic. And they do they go for the plastic or they're like. Or do they affect the rest how of the ocean's the, yeah. how ecosystems? Can, how can the scientists have gone, let's go and get one of everything out of the ocean <laughs> and see how this enzyme affects yeah. one of everything? Like, one of everything. How does it affect the shark? How does it affect the dolphin? How does it affect the sea urchin? How does it affect the starfish and the octopus? Yeah. And, you know, and this fish and that fish and this coral and these cucumbers. Cuc- yeah. like, how does it affect everything? Well, and, and furthering that question, Mon, is the fact that they don't even, like they haven't even discovered everything that's in the ocean yet. You know, yeah. there are parts of the ocean that haven't even been explored. We've put a man on the moon, but we haven't explored the, the entire ocean yet. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like we're going to destroy something in the ocean. Yeah. If we enzyme. And then, of course, someone's going to be like, well, we just scoop all the, the plastic out of the ocean and then we release the enzyme on it. Well, if you've scooped it out of the ocean, like, yeah. why do we need But I mean, we're also talking about the, the plastic you know in landfill on the earth as well like it's not just all going into the ocean true true um yeah but, you know just all of the tips have you been to the tip lately yeah, it's they're just s- disgusting they're so stinky they are yeah but then it's like you know if we release them on the earth and they get into the soil yeah. you know uh, yeah eventually they're going to get back to the oceans i know that everyone is super happy about this enzyme right now Am I the only one who's worried? Am I the only one who thinks that we might mm. be about to make a bit of a misstep, you know, one step forward, two steps back? Is that yeah. where we're at right now? If you have an opinion about this mutant enzyme or about humanity's, you know, constant bungles, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. You can weigh in on this. 1-800-324-843. Um, you can even text us if you prefer to text us a message. 0491-064-669. Can't forget about our millennials who hate talking on the phone. Oh, I just want to send for us a sure. Text. That's me all the way. You can also call, uh, message us on Facebook as well. Um, Faith FM Australia on Facebook. Yep, that's the way to go. Um, or even just send us an email. You can jump on faithfm.com.au and just click contact us. Here is another song. This is Andrew Peterson, Is He Worthy? And after that, very excitingly, we're going to have our interview. Oh, I can't wait to tell you who it is. Do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting 
blessing and honor and glory Is He worthy of this? He is Does the Father truly love us? Does the Spirit move among us? to Faith FM. You are listening with Mon and Taryn on this beautiful morning. Look at that golden sunshine coming in oh, our window. It's just stunning, isn't it? I really, oh, really am appreciating it. Makes me so happy. I love it when you can see the sunshine glinting yes. off the leaves of a tree and it makes the trees look silvery white. That's it. And you just don't feel like you can find in an office. Like yeah. you've got some outside uh-huh. inside. It's great. I'm looking forward to the day when they invent buildings that have retractable walls. Ooh. Like office buildings mm. that have retractable walls. So you can just like peel the wall back. Be just, half outside, half inside. Yeah, like a Constantina mm. kind of door. Yeah. And then just sort of, you know, have the breeze and the birds and yep. the bugs and the I insects. would definitely yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the insect part, but you know. <laughs> uh, close to nature. Let me hit you with another clue for our quiz just quickly. Okay. So this is a who am I quiz. Okay. And we've given you the first four clues. Yes. The next clue is... I named all the animals. Oh, that's so okay. easy. If you think you know who in the Bible named all the animals, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. But for right now, we have our guests on the phone. I'm very excited about this. Um, and I'm a little bit nervous. Did you realize I'm a little bit nervous? Because I actually don't know anything about this girl. So what happened was, you know Lyle, who mm. you're filling in for? 
So he's up north, as we keep telling people, and he's uh, teaching at um, a Bible school called Arise, mm-hmm. um, where incidentally you are alumni. Yes, which I have attended in the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a graduate thereof. And he's yes. teaching the, the Daniel Revelation component of this of this course. And uh, he called me yesterday and he's like, Mon, there's so many stories here. There's all these students with incredible stories, um, stories about, you know, Jesus and Jesus is changing power in his life. And he's like, here's a long list of phone numbers. Call them up. Hey, you've got a long list of new friends right there. I know. <laughs> and so I've called them up. Kid you not, don't know the first thing about them, <laughs> but I've got one on the phone. Welcome to the show, Lorraine. Hey. <laughs> How are you this morning, Lorraine? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Lorraine, you've got a That's bit of an good. accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Canada. Oh, Canada! Uh, I have a friend from yeah. Canada. Now you have two friends now from Canada. Now I have Canada. two friends. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been in Australia, Lorraine? I've been here since um, end of January, so about three, three-ish months. Oh, okay. Oh so I'm guessing you came here for a specific purpose. But before we get to that... How about you just, like, I have, I don't even know what to ask you. This is so exciting. Like, I have, like, a mystery story to unfold. To- <laughs> well, we know her name. We know where she's from. Uh-huh. We know that she's here doing Bible college with, uh-huh. uh, up at Lyle, up with Lyle. Uh, is Lyle being a good teacher, by the way, Lorraine? Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Okay, good. Okay, okay tell, what should we ask her first? Well, I just want to know why she's in Australia, to be honest. Yeah, tell, well, uh, do you know what? I want to save that question for later. Oh, okay. I feel like that might be an ending part of a story. Tell us a little bit. Do you know what? Tell us how you came to decide to follow Jesus. Tell us that. How you decided to come follow Jesus? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Um, your testimony. Well, for me personally, um, it started uh, maybe a year or two ago when I first, um, well, I first moved to Canada about 10 years ago. And I knew God and like I grew up in the Adventist home, but mm-hmm. whatever, like I didn't know God as in have a good relationship with him. Mm. And as, um, as I grew, like, as I came to Canada, I went to church and like my church that I went to used to preach that God was like a God who, if you did something wrong or if you listened to the wrong music, like he would press the button and you would fall down into like, you know, a pit of like hell. Wow. And yeah so like and then my mom moved me from the church but still I was really like shaken up about that God mm. and I didn't know I I felt that I didn't know the God that I thought I knew and for a while like I was really like away from God and like not really like in the mindset to know God and um a year ago I was really struggling with figuring out what I want to do for my university for my university course and um I did I did nursing my first year I did marketing my next year and I just nothing felt right mm. and I knew it didn't feel right and so I just like I was like I talked to my mom and my mom's like you know I think you should do a rise which is like a bible college down here in uh, Kingscliff um and it's just awesome um like I applied for it I was really like scared to come because I'm like I don't know if they're going to teach me the same God that I was taught back you know back home mm-hmm. and it just and so I was like okay so I'll just I'll just go anyways and I just said to God like if this is what you want me to do I'll do it so I came and as I continued learning about God and I started like my first month, it was just the best thing I've ever heard. Like first they teach you about God is love. They taught about how Jesus died on the cross and how he didn't just die like a physical death and, and bruises and like all that, but he died a psychological death. Right. Mm. 
which was awesome for me and like finding out that like it changed my perspective of God and made me want to follow that God it made me want to know who that God is and like which has created a big relationship with me with God like back home I did devotions like because my mom told me to I did like I went to church because it's something that I've always done you know yeah but coming here coming here like I do my devotions on my own I come to church on my own I'm by myself here I don't have my family so it's like I do it because now I know that I know the God that I Mm. that I that is the right God right yeah praise God that's an awesome that's an awesome story about how you know as Christians we're not just um, following in the footsteps of our parents or our mentors or um, even like the stories of the people in the Bible who have gone before us but we can have our own personal relationship with Jesus and I really love that that's what you've learned and I think that that's something that we all need to learn hey Mon oh absolutely tell us a little bit about Arise I guess I'm very curious you know um, about the curriculum there and about what you guys are learning and and you know and what you guys are doing and it's a whole thing there yeah it's like super awesome like I would recommend it to anyone who is having doubts about God or having doubts about anything like the Bible like it's the best place like they go from like page to page to tell you the story of the Bible which it's not just like because you usually ask people like what is the bible about they'll tell you oh it's about like bad and evil like sorry good and evil and you know they'll tell you all these other things but no the bible really is about god's promise to abraham right Mm -hmm. and that's what like they teach you here they tell you it's because like if you if you read the bible and it goes from abraham god promising abraham to give him land and descendants and when he promises him that like if you see if you read through the bible he's, he's fulfilling that promise throughout the bible with the children of israel with just everything until jesus christ right mm-hmm. he's fulfilling he's fulfilling that promise that that covenant he made with abraham and me finding out that that was just like a, a whole nother because i've always thought that the bible is about good and evil and about like god fighting against like the devil like you know like mm-hmm. it's not it's it's god's promise to abraham and god's covenant fulfilling his covenant Mm. which has just been like just that that was the first day and like i was like okay i love it already <laughs> yeah. like i'm doing it and just that like you also have like the amazing like arise students as well who are like just your whole new family and they're just awesome to be around like they just support you whenever you need the help it's just it's an awesome experience and this is yeah it's amazing now i have to admit um because i went to bible college uh back in 2008 and it was yeah. it was an absolutely life changing experience for me as well because, you know, I had grown up in a uh, in a you know in a Christian environment and um, going to church every weekend, um, but I just it was to me it was you know you know in the Bible they use the illustration of the milk and the meat and you know for, mm. for our listeners who aren't really sure what that means like when they say the milk and the meat <clears throat> the meat is like the heavier you know truths of the bible the, the more hard to understand you know the, the more solid stuff mm. whereas the milk is sort of you know it's more of the i want to say easier yeah kind of you know the the, the more i don't want to say the word emotional but like it's not something you can necessarily build a foundation on but there's yeah. but there's still necessary truths to learn yeah. and so in 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 you know every weekend in church as a kid 
I'd be just, you know, fed on milk, 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 milk the whole time. And so as an adult, I didn't know any sort of heavy Bible truths. I just knew a bunch of cute Bible stories, you know, Jonah and the whale, Daniel and the lion's den, um, you know, Daniel, David and Goliath, you mm. know, little guy kills a big giant. And, and I just didn't, I just, I felt like... I didn't. I didn't even realize that I felt like this. It's sometimes mm. hard to articulate that. I just. I was like, why would I build a life, base my faith on this milky yeah. stuff, and I, I never had any any meat because you need like meat, you need a solid foundation for your faith to build mm. your faith on. And it wasn't until I actually went to Bible college myself, and I was suddenly hearing about stuff like Bible prophecy and you know and these beautiful doctrines that you know you can. Like, Bible, the thing about Bible prophecy is you can. You can, you can, it's like mathematical and it's scientific. You can calculate it. You look at the history books and the encyclopedia and you can work it all out and you suddenly realize, do you know what? Like if God has got this planet sorted, if he's got the beginning and the end, mm. he's seen everything that's going to happen, he's in control, this God, this God right here is a God that I can base my life on, mm. that I can build my, yeah. a firm foundation and my faith upon. So going to Bible college was uh, by far and away one of the best decisions I also ever made. Um, but I am curious, uh, Lorraine, you sound quite young. How old are you? Oh, I'm 20. Oh, you're just a sapling. <laughs> That's so encouraging to hear uh, young people who are, are making decisions like this and, and they're going to, um, you know, Bible college. Uh, you know, do you have any plans for after a rise, like once you graduate? Because how long is it until graduation for you? It's like um, about three weeks left. Oh, there's not much time at yeah. all. Wow. Well, are you, yeah. are you going to big camp up in Stewart's Point? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll get to meet you in person there. <laughs> Oh, how exciting. What have you got planned uh, after you graduate? Are you heading back to Canada? Well, um, we have two weeks off and I'm planning on going back home and then coming back to do a Rise for Life. Oh, a Rise for Life. Wait, what is that? (laughs) Yeah, tell us about that. That What's a Rise for Life? (laughs) Sounds like getting locked into something. It's a Rise for Life. It's like a life sentence. (laughs) Uh, It's not like for life, but it's like a six-month... like internship in a way so like you get to like you get placed in one of the churches in new south wales mm-hmm. and you work as a bible worker so you're doing bible studies you're doing outreach and door knocking you're helping out with the church um whatever like it needs like you have an eventual six series and you help out with the eventual six series you you get involved with the church pretty much and like mm-hmm. you just there to help the church as an extra like hand mm-hmm. to like yeah to bring community members into the church as well yeah yeah. So, Lorraine, that sounds like a pretty epic rest of your year that's got planned. But, like, you've given up the first three months of your year to spend in this Bible college, and then you're giving up the rest of your year to do Bible work, which means that you're just going to be serving in a church. Why? Why would you give up this whole year that you could be doing a thousand other things in your life, furthering your career, you know, like getting money, whatever it else it is? Why are you giving up this year for God? Oh, because, like, like I mentioned before, like, I've never seen this God before in my life. Like, it's never, I've never seen him like this. I've never seen this character of him. And, like, mm-hmm. throughout, like, even starting to rise, he's just worked everything out for me in, a, in, like, a mysterious way that I never even knew, like, he would. Like, first paying off, like, my rise, like, pushing just to come here. Mm-hmm. He covered that. He covered my everything. Like, it's just crazy. And, like, he's been convicting me to do it. And 
since I don't know what I want to do when I go back home, like I don't see anything at home when I go back. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to go to school to do. Am I just going to be at home working? But I don't know. Right. And I much rather do this than go home and just sit there and do something that I don't like. Yeah. Like I've, I've found joy in doing God's work. Wow. And if I can stay here longer and just continue doing God's work, I would. Yeah. That's amazing. I am yeah. a bit curious. You did say that you, you moved to Canada about 10 years ago. Where did you move from? Oh, I moved from Kenya. Oh, Kenya. Wow. Cool. So, yeah. so you're a Kenyan-Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Oh, well, that's incredible. Too. So you're going back to Canada and then you're coming back to Australia to do a RISE, I guess the advanced course, so to speak. Yeah. You know, and, I, and this is actually something that I really encourage our listeners to do. You know, people often think that if they go to Bible college, they're therefore going to become a Bible worker mm. and then that's going to be their career path. But that's not necessarily what Bible college is actually set up to do. Bible college is um, uh, often set up for people who, you know, do other careers, other jobs like, you know, anything, nurses, mm. office workers, any kind of job. It just teaches them how to speak to people in those jobs. Mm. Um, so, you know, if you're like a nurse and, you know, you want to talk to your patients about God, you know, doing a, a Bible course, which is often their short intensive courses, um, can often equip you with, you know, how to do it, you know, some great, you know, ways to approach people and answers. Because people are often so scared about talking to people about yeah. God. They're not sure what to say. Especially to their colleagues as well when they're scared of what, you know, their colleagues are going to think of them and mm. are they going to have a job if they mention the word God around the workplace. Yeah, You exactly. know, arise just... And all Bible colleges just really equip you with the ability to talk in a normal environment about who God is and what he means to you. Well, thank you very much for joining us this morning, Lorraine. It's been wonderful chatting with you and hearing a little bit about your story. We appreciate you joining us this morning. We hope you have a wonderful time up there in Kingscliff. Please say hi to Lyle for us. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Okay, we're now going to have a song break. This is Anthem Lights with a Hallelujah Medley. We hope you enjoy. Hope you're having a sunny morning like we are here. Men of sorrows, what a name For the Son of God who came Ruin sinners to reclaim how 